Hi there, and welcome to the third episode of Generation She's podcast. In today's episode, we'll be hearing from four students at Ivy League universities talk about their journey through the college application process and how they were able to stand out from the rest. Today's panel features Angelica Quinn, a rising sophomore at Princeton University, planning on majoring in either sociology or public policy, Audrey Pei, a rising freshman at Stanford University, and the founder and executive director of WeTech, a nonprofit organization based in the Philippines that aims to educate, inspire, and empower youth to break gender barriers and use tech to make a difference in society, Salma Khan, a rising freshman at Stanford University with an interest in computer science, linguistics, and religious studies, and Deona Carson, a rising freshman at Harvard University who plans to concentrate in psychology and later attend law school. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us today for our third college seminar series, which is How to Stand Out in Your College Application, Part 2. Um, for a quick round of intros, I'm Shirley. I'm the Director of Strategy and Research at Genshi, and so excited to welcome all of our attendees, as well as our four awesome panelists here today. Um, and for some background on this series, we're here to help students like all of you learn how to best position yourselves when you're applying to college and how to continue pursuing entrepreneurship beyond high school. And we'll be telling you everything you need to know about how to get into the top colleges of your dreams um, and all of your post high school opportunities. And at the end, you'll even have opportunities for one-on-one -on -one mentorship time with some of our panelists. So make sure you hang around for um, that at the end. And today I'm so excited that we're joined by four super amazing speakers with us. Um, and without further ado, Audrey, Diana, Angelina, and Salma, can you go around and um, briefly introduce yourself, your school and major, and um, maybe a little bit about what you're most excited for for fall semester in whatever form or shape that may be looking like right now. Awesome. I think um, in that, if it's in that order, I guess I'll go first. So hi, everyone. My name is Audrey Peh. I am from Manila, Philippines, born and raised, but I'm calling in from SF where I'm quarantined before moving into campus at Stanford this fall, where I potentially um, where I will potentially major in science, technology, and society or something interdisciplinary. So coming from the Philippines, a country where it's not typical to combine different disciplines, one thing that I'm really excited about pursuing this fall and for the rest of my four years of college is really being able to study the intersections of STEM and the humanities. Um, I also, I'm just wrapping up my gap year, so if anybody's really interested in chatting more about that, I'd love to talk about it because I spent most of my gap year doing nonprofit work with my organization based in the Philippines that aims to close the gender and digital divides that exist back there. So really happy to be here and thank you so much to the organizers for having me. Hey everyone, my name is Diana Carson. I'll be attending Harvard this Ball. and currently I'll be made decisive so I might switch my major later on but yeah um this semester I'm really excited to meet a lot of people like who are amazing and talented individuals from around the world but it will be unfortunately via zoom for me but yeah I'm really excited to be here and meet, meet you all hi everyone my name is Selma um I'm from Illinois born and raised and I'll be attending Stanford from my house um this fall but I'm actually really interested. I have a lot of different interests, but one thing that I chose computer science for 
was because it's like really easy to kind of combine it with other subjects surprisingly um I feel like if I have like an interest in art I could do something with like I don't know computer science and art intersection but actually for me I'm really interested in like linguistics I really love reading in my free time like I update my Goodreads account regularly you know so like like it's like a huge like not just like on the side hobby for me but like I really want to continue it in like the future so I'm hoping to kind of figure out how to combine computer science and linguistics maybe through like natural language processing or some other means that's a little bit intro about me Um, hi everyone, my name is Angelica. Um, I'm a rising sophomore at Princeton um, and I'm thinking of majoring in either um, sociology or the School of Public and International Affairs, which is basically what we call our public policy major um, for undergrads. For some reason it's like named after the school. I don't know who decided that. It's really dumb. Um, but yeah, so one of those two things. And then I'm also definitely minoring in theater. Um, and so one of the things I guess I'm most looking forward to for the fall is um, I have found like this um, research assistant opportunity working with a professor in the theater department actually, which is, um, and it's about anti-racist um, theater practices, which definitely like ties in my two interests about like inequality and social justice and theater. Um, and it's also, it's really cool because um, you know, most of my extracurricular stuff I do is surrounding like theater, but like the performance of theater and, you know, being a stage manager and working on shows and, um, you know, with the Zoom semester, that's kind of like fallen through a bit. So, but I'm glad that it's given me an opportunity to kind of explore theater through a more academic lens, which should be interesting too. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you all so much for sharing. And it sounds like you all have such diverse interests, which is awesome to hear. Um, coming from a very multidisciplinary program myself, I love that all of you are trying to explore different things and look into opportunities that let you to do that, um, which goes in perfectly to our first question of today. A lot of our students are super curious about, you know, how to figure out what major and what program and what university is the right fit for you. So does any of you want to share on how you kind of chose the path you wanted to go down in that regard. I can go ahead. Um, I don't really have any specific advice because at least in my at least in my school, a lot of the kids applied to like the local state school. Um, we kind of just stayed in the area and I in the beginning I wanted to stay in the area too. I didn't really have any specifics like I just like I want to stay in Chicago Illinois area because like there's good schools here close to family friends etc but like looking into it more I realized that like my major CS wasn't like that popular at least in like the area that like I was looking at so I was looking at schools that were pretty strong in CS but not only CS and the fact that like they could they have like a lot of like intersection between other subjects so like Audrey mentioned like Stanford does have a lot of um like intersecting kind of subjects or like they allow for a lot of like studying the intersection of tech and like other stuff and so I was interested in that and I knew I didn't want to go into a pre-professional program so like I didn't want to go into a specific engineering school or law school because I wasn't sure about anything so I think my advice for that is like if you have a general interest, then I think apply to schools that would be open to you changing your major at any time and not having to apply to a specific school. 
um but if you know your interests like 100% for sure like I have a friend who's like medicine till the day I die like since like her since like the day she was born so like she knew she wanted to go to schools that like had strong med programs or like had a specific program so it's different for everyone but if you're unsure about like your specific path then like the one thing that I would say is just like like make sure that the school is like open to you changing your major later on throughout your career and also one thing that affected me was like the environment like I grew up in Chicago but I don't like our weather here you know like it's terrible to suffer through every um winter so I kind of that kind of affected my decision a little bit when I was choosing between like east coast west coast because I don't know California vibes you know that's different but that's just me personally I know people who like love the like love like the rainy vibes stuff like that but that's not me Yeah, these are all super great points. Does any anyone else want to tag on to that? Um, yeah, I'll tag on. I feel like um, I think it's a really good idea to kind of look at like different um, factors and like I don't characteristics. Sorry, of like the kind of college you want to go to and maybe like rank them because to be honest you might not find that many schools that fit like all of the boxes, but there might be some like characteristics in a school that you like don't care about as much, right? Like for example, for me, like I would have preferred to be in the Northeast because I'm from New Jersey and I like wanted to be close to home, but like I also like didn't care that much. So I still applied to like a few, like that was kind of, you know, location was kind of towards the bottom of my list of preferences so in terms of like importance so I still applied to like schools in like like the midwest um because um you know I felt like I can I can deal with that if they have oh if they, they have like programs that like good social science programs which is like one of my main things um so I think that that might be a good idea because like you you probably really aren't going to find like like 10 different schools that are going to like fit every single box um so yeah yeah super like the, oh, sorry my bad <laughs> no go ahead Audrey I just wanted to hop onto that point and say like yeah there's definitely it's very very difficult to find a school that fits like all your criteria and it's like a perfect match like it's kind of unrealistic to find like that 100% perfect school and my counselor back in high school like made this really really funny comparison and when he said that applying to colleges is like dating and that you have to have like a lot you have to have a criteria but you can't expect somebody to like fit like the entire criteria so really weird analogy but it kind of makes sense in that you should identify stuff that you highly value as Angelica said so whether it's distance or a specific program whether it's the flexibility to study things outside of your intended major as Salma said like if those things matter to you, like make that like the number one thing to research on. In my case, what really mattered to me was the program, yes, but also the ability to not have to declare a course in my freshman year and like stick with that all throughout. Like liberal arts education is something that I really value, like coming from the Philippines where that is practically non-existent. I knew that that was something that I wanted to be able to experience. So I made sure to apply to like all liberal arts colleges. Um, and at the same time, I know it can be difficult to find fit right now, given that college tours aren't physically possible. And that's something I can relate to as personally, I've never been to Stanford before because of how 
far it is from the Philippines, but I managed to like get a good sense of like the vibe and what the programs are like through just utilizing the internet, like watching a ton of student vlogs, reaching out to people, going on LinkedIn even, and like shooting some cold messages and asking people if they would be willing to chat and like tell me about their experiences at the school. So really just like make use of what you have online and um, make sure that you set the like, expectations as well. Yeah, these are all great points and definitely plus one to all of them. Um, it's really difficult to find a school that is everything that you dreamed it would be. But as you do that ranking process, you'll probably discover that there's some things that you probably care about more and some things that you're willing to give up for others. So that's a really great place to start. And as we all know, figuring out whether you want to go to a college is kind of a two-way street. You can love a school and maybe they decide that you aren't a good fit for them. So does anyone have any tips on how through your college application you can demonstrate that you would be a great candidate for a particular university and maybe talking a little bit about potentially like how you did that in your own applications yeah so um i'll talk a little bit about that one but one thing i forgot to mention before is one like extreme factor at least for me was to demonstrate how a college was a good fit for me was um, their financial aid programs, and I forgot to mention this before, but um, I think it's like important to mention sometimes because like a lot of people, for a lot of people, the financial aid situation is like a deal breaker, and so like make sure to look at schools that you think you'll be able to afford, like put in like the use the financial aid calculator, all those different things, and like be prepared for the possibility that like it might be hard to pay for school, and like figure out like if it's worth going to that school for that reason because like schools like at the end of the day they're like they're just like schools not like they're like oh like they're not gonna like I don't know like you still need to figure out that like you shouldn't like 100% fall in love with the school because sometimes it might not work out and so I just think like it's important to consider the financial aid factor before like figuring out like I love this school so much it's like the perfect fit for me you know all these things like um like all the people mentioned before like Angelica and Audrey mentioned before like a school won't have everything that you want, won't fit all the criteria, and like one of the things is like the financial factor. But in regards to the other questions, sorry, I just wanted to mention that because I forgot to mention it before. Um, I think for me, at least, um, when like if I put like 100% of like my soul into the application, right, and I did like research into it for like months, like how to write my essay and like how to like show myself in the best way possible and I think it's like an accurate representation of me like the responses that I get back I should like most of the time like if I got rejected from a, from a school I was like okay then maybe like I actually wasn't a good fit for that school like maybe like I wouldn't be happy in that situation and so like I was thinking of schools like no no shade to Notre Dame but like Notre Dame isn't like my vibe it's not like my type of school like like just like something like that but um like if I got rejected like hypothetically let's say from Notre Dame right like I wasn't like you shouldn't be that down about it if like you think because like if you think it wouldn't be like 100% a great fit for you you know what I mean like and sometimes the admissions officers are better at seeing if like you're going to be a good fit for that institution and so sometimes you just just need to let things happen you know like you can't get into every school and like if you do like that's great but at the end of the day you still need to think about fit and other things
Yeah, that's a super great point and definitely agree with that, that, you know, financial aid is a super important factor, um, as well as the fact that, you know, if a school ends up, you know, not working out, it's definitely a two-way street, like, if even if you put everything into your application and then if they end up not accepting you, that just probably means you genuinely wouldn't have been, you know, as excited or happy in that environment as you would have elsewhere. So um, definitely keep that in mind when you're navigating that process. Um, does anyone else want to tag on quickly before we move on? Yeah, I guess I'd like to say um, definitely consider the culture of your school too. Like there are a lot of great sites will give like reviews and like you should take a lot of reviews with a grain of salt because you know some of them might not be accurate. But I definitely think you should consider the culture of the college, you know, demographics. Um, you know, and you can even try to reach out to people online because a lot of people have their schools in their bios and just ask them in general, like just a few simple questions about like what it's like there. And that can also help you like feel like if you're a good fit for that college or if that'll be the right place for you to spend your four years. Yeah, that's a super great point. I think culture fit is also like a huge thing. You can have the best academics in the world, but if you don't vibe with like the people or the environment there, um, that's going to really impact your experience. So um, super great point. And then kind of a kind of a tangent to the application process, a lot of people are curious on how um, extracurricular activities weigh in your applications. So um, maybe all of you can share a little bit about how your perspectives on that are and maybe some of that extracurriculars that you included on your applications. Yeah, I would love to hop right into this one because personally, so, Applying from the Philippines, it's really scary as an international because if you go on like the different forums and you like read all these websites, it doesn't look good like statistics wise as for like the number of international admits. So already like going into this US app process, I was telling myself to not to like try for the best, but not like expect a sure like thing to happen because um, of how like competitive it is and it didn't help that I saw different like college confidential forums talking about like all these internationals with incredible stats and personally like my extracurriculars I think were really like strong point of my app because of the fact that I did not I had far from perfect grades like I did not have perfect SATs or SAT subject tests like those were kind of like the weaknesses I guess of my application because I was okay with standardized testing but like I wasn't stellar and in my high school I was seeing other kids applying to schools like Stanford with like near perfect SATs and I was just like oh gosh like how can I compete with that but I found out later on after communicating with my admissions officer upon acceptance that what she really liked about my app to Stanford specifically was the fact that I was pursuing my interests outside of the classroom and I started like my nonprofit, for instance because of, I experienced like a lack of support in entering CS a lack of CS resources and just a lack of a woman in tech community back home in the Philippines and I decided to start that in high school and because so much of my time was really spent on that nonprofit work whether it's like speaking gigs or going to events um, my admissions officer said that she was really able to get like a holistic view of who I am through reading my essays about WeTech, the nonprofit I started, and through really just learning that I'm not just a student full time, like I also have this nonprofit that I spend a huge bulk of my like time and energy on. So I'd have to say like if any of you are listening and are worried because you you're hearing about other people with like amazing stats, like please don't let that hinder you from applying to these top schools because they really look at the full picture of your application. Yeah, yeah I'd like. I'm sorry, oh, you can go. Sorry. Ahead. 
Oh, are you sure? I can say yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I just like to add that, um, you know, Audrey was talking a lot about how being like really, um, you know, intimidated by people with like perfect SAT scores and stuff, right? Which like definitely I felt too, but I think, I honestly think that the extracurriculars um, can be more important than grades and SAT scores. And the reason why is that like, there are going to be like, if you're applying to, especially if you're applying to like elite schools, but just like any school you apply to in general too, I mean, there are going to be a lot of students applying to that school who have like, who are like the valedictorian or who have like, like, like really, really high SAT scores, right? There are going to be like a lot of those people um, just because there's only so much variance like in, like that you can have in those two areas. But where people can really like show that they are different is through their extracurricular activities. Um, and I think even with like extracurricular activities, I feel like there's kind of, it's really easy to get intimidated because I think there's kind of a misconception, like you really have to do everything, like get prestigious awards and be like the president of every club in your school. to like, to like get into um, like an elite school or whatever, right? But I think like, um, and I was like really scared because like I wasn't doing any of that in high school. Like I didn't have any like prestigious national awards or some kids in my high school did because I went to like a kind of competitive school and like it was, um, yeah. But I, I realize like now that I think it matters a lot more, not the title of like your position, but like what you do in that position and like what impact you make, right? Like there is a position, like, when you're writing, like, all of your activities in the Common App, like, there's a place to be, like, you know, this is my position within the club, whether I was just a member or I was president, and then there's another space where you have to write specifically what you did, and I, in my, it is my belief that that is way more important, right, because I think that that's where I kind of shined, um, I think one of my biggest things was that I was, like, um one of the biggest things that I kind of was able to like show on my app was like I was the president of like a very small theater club at my high school um that like most people like in my high school didn't even know about this club right um and so in my but as an officer and then as president I was able to increase um attendance at our end of year performance um by like a lot so we used to when I was a freshman we only had like 20 people coming um, and then when I was a junior and I like spearheaded these like social media campaigns and stuff, we had 75 people, which is from 20, like that's a lot, right? And I specifically wrote that on the application. Um, and I think that being really like specific about those descriptions and like also being really conscious to like, to like put all of your heart and soul into one or two types of activities so that you can actually like write something of substance in that like little box is much more important than like being president of like five different clubs because if you're president of five different clubs like you probably don't have enough time to like actually really devote time to each one of them and that will be far less impressive than doing something really amazing with one club or two clubs right so yeah Yeah, to sort of echo what Angelica said, I also feel like extracurriculars like play a really big role in your college application. I feel like, you know, the um, admissions officers, they're humans too. So they want to see the side of you that they can't really see through just reading your writing or just looking at your grades. So I feel like while grades, extracurriculars, awards, all those are important like individually, 
also it's kind of like they all don't have to be stellar in order for you to get into your dream school and for me personally like I've always heard people say you know you need to be a well-rounded student you need to do sports you need to do all this but really I've heard from like my counselor personally she was like people who tend to like be presidents or like join like 50 different clubs they don't really have that much of an edge in the college application process because they're not really like dedicating their time like Angelica said to like one thing and usually in my application like I was like highlighting how I was very interested in journalism. That's what I did for all four years and I gained leadership positions throughout my four years. And it gave me like a sense of purpose because it kind of like also played into like what my goals were overall, what I wanted to do later on in life. Because I wanted to use journalism to like help, you know, inform the youth of their rights and, you know, ways that they can get involved in government so that, you know, people will in general stop feeling so helpless and feel like we can't change anything. And yeah, I definitely feel like extracurriculars you know, um, you don't have to be the president or anything. Like Angelica said, just like mention all the different um, like um, things you had to do in the club. Because I know for me, journalism is generally really small. So I had like a lot of different roles. Like I had to make the ads. I had to help like collect money for ads. Um, you know, I had to also edit stories and update social media. So yeah, as long as you know, like you show a clear purpose in like what you want to do in life in your application and like make that pretty clear through your extracurriculars and your writing, I feel like you'll have a really good edge in the college application process. Yeah, these are all such great points. I definitely agree with, you know, your test scores aren't everything. And on top of that, you don't have to be involved in every single extracurricular under the sun. You just have to choose one or two that you're really passionate about. And that passion will always come through when you're talking to others or in your college application process. Um, so definitely just find the things that you truly care about and really dedicate yourselves to advancing that mission and goal so that, you know, people can see that you're dedicated and have the ability to persist with something for a sustained amount of time. Um, so thank you all for sharing such great tips. And on the topic of, you know, extracurriculars and how that resonates in your college applications, there are also lots of questions about how to write your essays. Um, and a lot of people do write their essays on their extracurriculars, which you've all kind of touched on already. Um, but just in general, any tips or advice on how to come up with essay topics or how to maximize the essays you're writing when there's very specific word limits, because I think that's also something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, I, oh, I can start. Um, so um, one thing I think a lot of people will think going into their kind of college essay writing process is that they need to focus like all of their essays on their extracurriculars. And that's not exactly like you can definitely like have your extracurriculars be a focus in some parts of your application, like your essays and stuff like that. But there's already a whole extracurricular section. There's like an additional info section. So people will like describe their extracurriculars there. I would only say like if the extracurricular is like really, really important to you or it stands out in a really specific way or it's like an essential part of like who you are and it has kind of like elements of like how you grew up and like what what has affected you stuff like that that you can make it into like a solid essay I'd say like go for it but if you're going to talk about like I don't know like a bunch of your extracurriculars in that one essay or a bunch of things that you've done in high school like that's not really like who you are specifically you know what I mean like it's a personal statement for a reason so like make it personal um and there's a bunch of other like areas you can like talk about all the things you've done like as part of your extracurriculars there's many essays that you like also submit to the schools instead of the common app essay 
So I just say like be cognizant of that fact and just like make sure that you're not talking about extracurriculars all the way through and just kind of show them like your human side. You could talk to them about like a hobby you have that like you didn't mention your extracurriculars or like something that's affected you growing up um, or something like that. I just say like be cautious of mentioning like extracurriculars too much like in your essays. Like that's one tip that I have. Yeah. I know this part of the college application process was pretty hard for me because I couldn't come up with any idea of what to write my essays about. And like for the general essay, like on Common App, like the main personal statement, I think the best way to tackle that would be to like write down a list of the most, like the most um, important events that have happened in your life that have profound impact on your life. And also like other things that have happened, like it could be something like really small. Cause like you gotta understand like when you're writing, you could like spread that one moment out like you can spread it out really like longer in like the length of your essay and you can actually go into really good detail. And I know a lot of um, good college essays I've read, they have like a narrative to them. So like make it kind of like a story, you know, make it unique. And um, another tip that I've heard is like, write your essays as if someone like, who didn't see your name on the essay, they would know it's you. So like if your friends like read it in class, like they could say, oh, this is you. Like I know this is them, even though it doesn't have their name on it. Cause like I can just tell. So like, that's another great tip for like writing essays. And I feel like for the shorter ones, honestly, to me, the shorter essays are really hard for some reason, like the ones with the 50 word limit, because honestly, like since I'm a writer, I like write, I expand my sentences so much. I have all this like fancy language and stuff. So I think for those, it's best to be like straight to the point, but also, you know, make sure you still let your like your um, how you are shine through like your personality. So like just um, don't use too much extreme language because, you know, they already know like you're an amazing student. So just really answer the question. Make sure you answer every single question like that they ask in the prompt too. That's another thing that um, really helped me. But yeah, I feel like for essays, just really think about things that have actually like really impacted your life um, positively. And it doesn't have to be something really big, you know. It can be something really small. Like you can just expand that moment like as you're writing your essay. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, okay, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, I think I just, if you're stuck, um, I think, well, number one, I would say for your common app or like your personal statement, I would say like, they give you a list of prompts. One of those prompts is create your own prompts. So I would say, don't get hung up on like, how, what am I going to write to like fit one of these prompts? I think that's one of the classic blenders. Cause like out, it'll probably fit one of the prompts. And if it doesn't, you could just create your own. So it's fine. Um, but, and then the second one was that when I was stuck, something that helped me was like, I asked um, my loved ones basically like, like what about me do you like what do you like really like you know and like what are there any moments that you think could exemplify that because I was like super stuck I literally didn't know what to write so I asked my mom this and my mom was like like one of the moments from like your life that like it had made the most impact on me was like when you were like 10 years old and your dad went on a business trip and I was like sick so you learned how to cook pasta for your sister and like I wrote and then I ended up writing my essay about that. And that's not even something I would have like thought of by myself. But when she told me that, I was like, oh yeah, that could make like for a good essay. Um, because sometimes I think maybe we're like overly critical of ourselves. So we tend not to think about those smaller moments, but other people can, might um, have like a better kind of viewpoint on that. So if you're stuck, I would ask somebody else. 
So my tip, like really great tip so far, and to just hop on to those, I feel like my tip is kind of more of a mindset thing. So I had a lot of peers in high school that really dreaded writing the essays and really just like procrastinated that to the max. And I think the way that I was able to motivate myself to submit like before the deadline and really just be proactive with the essay writing process was by adopting the mindset that like, isn't it so cool that these admissions officers from all these great schools are gonna sit down for like at least 30 minutes and like get to know you as a high schooler. Like that's such a unique opportunity. And that's something that my parents actually instilled in me because they were telling me that like when they were applying to schools, to colleges back home in the Philippines, it's like an entrance test and then you pass or you fail. Like to them, it's such a concept that colleges want to know, like Stanford wanted to know, for instance, um, about an in, about a time in my life that I exhibited like intellectual vitality. They found it really cool that they wanted to know what I like to read, watch, or listen to in my free time. Like fun prompts like that. And when I when I adopted this mindset of gratitude really and like thinking like, oh wow, isn't it such a privilege that I get to apply to college in the first place? Like that's when I stopped like putting off the essay writing process and learned to like really lean into it and enjoy it. And I hope that helps you guys as well. Because I think when we're in our bubbles and when we're with like a lot of other peers that are also like given this opportunity to apply to schools, like we tend to forget, I think, how lucky we are to be able to be part of this process. So as cheesy as it sounds, that's my tip. <laughs> These are such great tips and advice. Um, definitely plus one to all of them. I think, you know, the part about having to condense your entire life experience into a hundred words for a college is one of the biggest struggles of my entire life. And um, I think it's something that takes time and definitely a really supportive network to help you with is really helpful. So definitely reach out to your friends and family to ask them about the things that they think make you really stand out and unique because I think you'd be surprised by how much better they know that more so than yourself. Thank you all so much for joining us today and I hope you learned a lot from our four awesome panelists. So um, a huge thank you to the four of you for joining us and sharing your tips on the college process and your experience so far with all of our Gen G members. Um, otherwise have an awesome rest of your weekends everyone and please stay safe. Mm -hmm.